What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. You're not on drugs. This is the Unreal Experience Podcast. I am your host, Alex, also known as Unreal and Gaming. And here today, we have a very special guest on the show. He is a very close personal friend of mine, one of my best friends of almost 10 years now. He is also a gaming slash Dragon Ball YouTuber that has amassed over roughly around 93 million views from all around the world. He is formerly known as the Cod Brothers Gaming. This is Super Saiyan Paul. What's going on, brother? Good to have you on the show. What's going on, man? Thank you for having me first and foremost and yo it's been a ride yo it has been a ride especially 2020 2020 was a very interesting ride for a lot of us i think 2020 was very bizarre to say the least but needless to say brand new year how are you doing i haven't spoken to you in geez a long time and i think whenever we do talk now it's kind of periodic so how have you been going into 2021 anything that's new for you and uh just a little bit of an update as to what's been going on that's transpired into the brand new year. Going into 2021 so far, I feel like I've I've been just like swinging, like swinging back at life. Got a new job and everything, really cleaning up a lot of the things that I was ignoring my past. And I felt like 2020 was what brought a lot of that to light and how I can really find some positivity out of all the negative stuff that was going on. Because for me, 2020 wasn't too different where, from where I was in 2019 mentally. Because, you, you know, I had like some like episode there, but that's why 2020 for me was like everyone else was living my reality at that point, which was kind of wonky. Well, speaking of that, are you in a much better place than how you were before? Because I know before you were in a very deep and dark place. But by comparison, are you a lot better now than how you were before? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's like I'm it's like for me, 2020, especially the second half of it, like. With all of the things I was doing at the time, it basically hit me on factor reset. And I think if you see, like even looking at my channel, um, that's the energy people are getting back from me. It's like the 2012 Paul is back. It's like something about that year really sparked something in me. And it's great, man. That's why I'm like so positive now about everything. Well, that's good because before you were in this very weird state, man, I couldn't figure you out. And I've been your friend now for like nine years. But would you say that 2020 was needed in order for there to be like a factory reset, like fully for you to say, okay, well, I want to be happier. I know what's missing because I know for me, this was very weird. I, I didn't even know how to cope because March 15th of 2020 was the last time I guess things were normal and then everything just went to hell, right? So, and that was so bizarre to me because prior to that in 2019, I was immobilized for half of the year, way more than half the year. Um, I had rotator cuff surgery i had a uh, bone spur that was tearing into my rotator cuff so i was out man i was out for from april all the way up until september slash i would say october that i started feeling better and i said to myself yo 2020 i'm gonna go in i'm gonna get back on my wrestling grind i'm gonna get back into the gym because i didn't realize how much i've missed the gym being home in a sling right like i was in a fucking sling and i was still grinding and pumping out videos my hand was like plopped on the damn desk you know when it wasn't supposed to be navigating the mouse and doing what i had to do so even after surgery yo i was grinding it out so when looking back on it do you think that 2020 was needed for you because for a lot of people like they handled it differently some people went into a depression some people profited a lot by selling specific products and their businesses were booming. Other people's businesses were just dropping and just, you know, going bankrupt. So for you, how were you able to handle 2020 now going into 2021? Hell yeah. That's why I'm actually, as much as I hated 2020, I'm grateful for it because it really opened me up to the part of my life that I was being ignorant to, which is like how much I actually love social interaction with people and just 
for most of my life, I was a pretty anti-social guy. And I was like, yo, once they took this away from me, I was like, I miss going out with like you guys just going out to the movies as basic things as that, or even going out to a bar chilling outside of the, like just your house. And now all of a sudden I'm like, I, I'm hungry for that again. And it, it just really sparked something in me that gave me that factor reset in terms of social interactions and building bonds with people again, that I needed, I needed more than anything. That's what I was missing from life. And now I realized it, but now I'm just waiting for patiently waiting for normalcy, which when do you think that's going to happen? At this point, brother, with the way things are going, I have no idea because there's a lot of misinformation. There is a lot of misinformation when you want to try to find facts. And um, who would have thought? I mean, people would miss the normalcy of just going out. I know I miss it. Um, and I definitely don't want to take that for granted again. Going out to bars, going out to clubs, going out to movie theaters, going out, taking a ride somewhere where it's populated and stuff. Like it just feels like yesterday where. I remember going over your house and just gaming it out with your brothers for, you know, nights, nights on end, just having endless sleepovers and just munching down on junk food to later on having to either go to the beach with everyone or go into the bar. It was pretty cool stuff, you know, just to kind of vibe it out with your friends. And I remember when I met you back in June of 2012, that was such a different time, right? By comparison to now, because, you know, in terms of society, society itself has changed. So I really do hope that we come out of this on the other side without any psychological warfare waged on people to where they need to stay away from others or they kind of have this sense of insecurity to say, well, I have to socially distance myself from said individuals. That way I don't get sick or they don't get sick. So I think that before we make it back to normalcy, a lot of people are going to have to recover psychologically. But I do miss, you know, the good old days, man. And it just feels like it was yesterday. Like not even just 2012, but just everything we've done prior, especially on New Year's when we went out together and whatnot. So that was always fun. But speaking of when looking back, right? So I wanted to take a look back and kind of analyze your channel. So you started your channel back in 2011, right? Nearly 10 years ago. And you were doing things on your channel that nobody else was doing. You were doing specific let's plays, walkthroughs, battles, you know, all types of explained videos during that time. And although that time of YouTube was so different, right? Because you didn't have a massive influx of people doing the same shit because that's the problem I think now with YouTube. A lot of people are doing the same bullshit. And a lot of people, they tend to copy others, right? Which imitation is an art form of life, but not when you got people fucking blatantly copying your shit. I can say that for myself because, you know, there are specific people that go on to look at my channel. They're not even subbed to my channel. And I've noticed the similarities of when I would do something in a few weeks or months, sometimes even days, I would go on to notice similar topics being covered, similar stories being covered. And it's like, dude, I did that. I'm not trying to suggest that you can't do it either, but it's like, I know things. I see things. I just choose not to say certain things, but instead I just evolve as a creator. And I notice that a lot of people are just very uncreative. They're lazy. They have no mojo or rhythm. So they look at what other people are doing, right? And they kind of copy them just to, you know, keep themselves afloat. But you, on the other hand, you were different. And I get that a lot of people tend to copy things or do things that is going to better their situation. And I guess that's just a part of YouTube. That tends to happen, but you were doing 
doing things and you were covering things and playing things at that time where you were well known for and you were getting hundreds and thousands of views per video on what you were doing. You were doing Jack and Daxter. You were doing Ratchet and Clank. You were doing Infamous. You were doing The Last of Us. You were doing so much. And it's not to suggest that nobody else was doing it, but when you were doing it, you were doing it to the best of your ability. But somewhere along the way, you fell off. You fell off big time. And I've noticed that a lot of people afterwards, they were copying you and they were doing certain things. So what happened? Like, why did you stop? Like, that was something that really bothered me because you're a good friend of mine. And if you're a good friend of mine, I want to see you succeed. And it just bothered me for such a long time to see you kind of wither away. And every time I would hit you up to do videos, you would be very unresponsive. You were going through like your own, you know, trials and tribulations during that time. But by no means, I would say, would that justify you having to step away completely? Because you went periods of time, months, sometimes even years without uploading. And that was something that I wasn't accustomed to, but it did grow over time, right? So what happened? Like, what made you stop? Because that was something that I think a lot of people were bothered by too, especially people that were your viewers and people that supported you. So along the way, from the point of you having to start and do some really interesting and creative things to the point where you just started to give up, what happened? Yo, honestly, it took me until last year to figure this out. And that's why I've been able to say that I got happier because now that I found out what it was, especially from like 2012 to around that 2014 mark, I remember that's when I really started getting like a mild depression back then, but it was in the back of my head kind of moving forward. It was like, I started losing the will to do anything because of how this started to come into effect. And I realized it was because I think the start of it was social media and actually having a phone. I think because of me taking this new step into college life, especially in 2012 to then, and having an iPhone that I, I never used to have this type of stuff when I was a kid. It was always a flip phone or some cheap shit that kept me out of it. But then social media and seeing the lives that other people were living, I think started to weigh on me. I was like, yo, I've lived a shit life. I, and I think that's where I was like, what's the purpose of all this? I, and then I started thinking really negative because you see everybody else on social media, all your friends or even your family, everyone's got these fancy cars, all of these amazing photos. And you're like, dude, I don't have any of that. And so that's what started to kind of weigh on me. And I was like, it, it started to change. me. was like, yo, I started losing motivation for a lot of things. And then I was confused at the same time because part of me was being pulled to do to do the college thing, but I really wanted to be on YouTube, but I didn't want to make my parents like disappointed in me, especially as the oldest child. And all of that kind of started to really buckle down on me because if I had left college, um, my brothers would have left easily. So it was kind of like I was locked in being pulled between worlds. And then on top of that, when between that plus that and whatever else, I started realizing that my social interactions with my friends, for me, I have like a really good memory of things. And like, whenever you think about the 2012 summer that we had, it's it's fresh in your head. So like, for me, I realized that I'm still living off of these memories. That's why whenever like I talk to friends, close friends like you, we always pick up right where we left off. But at the same time, I, I started to realize, yo, I'm not really actively connecting with people as much as I should be. And that's what I kind of realized this year. I was like, yo, if I'm not connecting with these people as much as I should be, I'm not being as good of a friend as I should be. And that's what's killing me on the inside. And I noticed this and I was like, whoa, this is, 
This is crazy. But see, one of the problems was I never knew what was going on. I don't think anybody knew. And that was a big issue because I felt as though I was losing my friend behind the scenes, right? Because I would want to do things with you and you would be very unresponsive. I would want to hang out with you and you would seem very down and I didn't really know what the heck was going on. People would ask me, yo, what's good with Paul? What's good with Paul? And I'm like, yo, I don't even know. I don't even know myself. I mean, he's okay, but I don't know what's going on with him. And that was one thing that really bothered me was... You know, you were my mentor per se when I first came on here and I didn't know what the hell I was doing, which mind you, I had started a YouTube channel and I had several channels back in 2006, some old wrestling review channels. I had Alex Animal 7 and when I really decided to kind of kick things up a notch in taking this serious was when I created Unreal and Gaming in 2012 and I met you and you were my mentor. You taught me about, you know... Uh, title placements and meta tags and thumbnails and all of this weird wacky crazy youtube nerd shit that i didn't know about and once i began to get the ball rolling and i saw my numbers climb up i noticed that over time you started to kind of you know hinder on on a few things and i didn't know why i know that you were going through a few things uh you were seeing this girl a long time ago and she broke your heart you were also involved with the wrong crowd and doing the wrong things so I mean, listen, man, it's just you live and you learn, right? Fuck it. So that was something that really bothered me because I didn't know what was going on with you. And every time I would try to call you, every time I would try to do stuff with you, it just seemed as though like you were slowly fading away and I didn't know what was going on. And I noticed that you were uploading very periodically versus having to upload daily. And that was something that was very uncommon with you because you were always go, 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 grind, grind, grind. And then I slowly started seeing you slip away and I was like, bro, what the fuck is going on? You know, do you think that was right after Xenoverse? Was that, I think that was right after that. Uh, I don't, I mean, I want to say, yeah, it definitely was after Xenoverse one because you posted more of Xenoverse one than you would of Xenoverse 2. And I, I would say it was roughly around the same time when Dragon Ball Super first came out. So 2015 is when I guess you started to drop off because I don't even remember anything you did in 2016, 2017, 2018. Even though Xenoverse 2 came out, you didn't even touch that game as much as you normally would. You tried, I would say, for a short period. And then once again, you faded back into obscurity. I didn't know what was going on. You were being very ambiguous and very like just acting very bizarre. And that was something that I didn't want to question because I didn't know what was going on. But what happened during that time? Because a lot of people were asking me, they were asking your own brothers on their channels like, yo, where's where's the Cod Brothers Gaming? Where is Super Saiyan Paul? Like what's what what the fuck is going on? So I wanted to ask you straight from the horse's mouth. What happened? Like, what made you want to fade into, you know, not posting as much or not doing anything after that specific point in time? It was a, like different things from different parts of my life. I think for college, it was I had an easier semester specifically for the launch of the universe. I scheduled an easier semester, so I was able to pump out videos. But I think after that, it started to pick up there. Um, but also the reason why I stopped posting was because, yo, I, like what I realized during that time and me just like kind of like plunging into the social media world and seeing these lives that other people are living. I was like, I never lived much of a life. I never, it was just usually go straight to school, come home. You had zero social interaction with anybody. Um, I used to go back and forth to Canada to see my dad. So I never really got to stick around um, to build those bonds, especially during the summer. Cause I, n- I never had social media. And I was like, I missed a huge part of social interactivity in real life with everyone around me. 
especially like in the neighborhood. So I think that's when I started going out more and starting to meet people. And I did get involved with some pretty bad things, but um, that's what really pulled me away from my virtual life, which I should have stayed on. Like looking back on, I should have just stayed right here, but um, it changed me a bit. And then I realized this looking forward that that's what kind of that I'm trying to like factory reset and go back to the old me. But thanks. Thankfully, I'm actually thankful for 2020 kind of pushing me back in that direction. But yeah. And that was something that nobody knew. And I kept telling you for, you know, months and months, bro, don't fucking stop. Keep it going. And you saw lots of success. And then due to your own course of actions and stepping away, it hurt your channel. I mean, does that mean that you're going to fall down to obscurity forever? No, absolutely not. Um, I believe that there is growth to be made, and I believe in constant growth. I think that when you grind it out, there's bound to be a payoff at some point. Um, and it's kind of like rolling the snowball back into what it was prior to it becoming like this massive iceberg, right? It's only a matter of time before you can just keep rolling that snowball up before it gets bigger and bigger. So during that time, though, you were ahead with a lot of things. You were Your content at that time was crisp, I think. Um, I felt as if, though, you got lazy over a point in time. I felt as though you were trying to just get a quick, you know, grab out of something which it wasn't you. And when I when I put that into question, I didn't get any answer out of it. I was like, damn, like, you know, like whatever happened to the peak aspect of who you were as a creator. So which brings me to this point, right? So a lot of people that I know that are also creators, they know you from different things, right? They know you from Sly Cooper, from Ratchet and Clank, from Infamous, from Dragon Ball. My question to you is. Do you plan on introducing something different to your channel? Because a lot of people have seen your stuff and they're like, bro, it's good, but you keep doing the same thing over and over. How many times are you going to go back and remaster and, and just redo a series of Ratchet and Clank or Jack and Daxter, right? Like how many times are you going to go back and play Spyro? So does this mean that as you continue to progress and kind of rebuild your audience, does this mean that you're going to introduce something different, meaning introducing a new series, introducing new games, new elements to your channel, because you need to evolve. You either evolve and adapt or you die straight up, right? So, and that's what fucking sucks about this website is the algorithm. And the algorithm now, as you would know, is so different compared to like, when it was in 2011, 2012, which is okay, right? Like you adapt and you move on. But I felt as if though, like since you were so lazy and had other things that, you know, kind of attracted your attention, you straight away and now it's time to rebuild. So by you having to rebuild, what do you think you're gonna be adding onto your channel in terms of value that's going to get people to stay and that's going to be different? Because even me, right? I'm your boy. I wanna see something different. I don't wanna see you keep playing jack and daxter over and over and over again i mean that's just that it gets boring how many times can you actually go through by doing that and then expect to still keep an audience right so are you going to be dabbling in the pc world are you going to be dabbling into new genres because i remember when before you were super saiyan paul you were the cod brothers gaming the call of duty brothers gaming like you were doing so much call of duty you were doing battlefield this that, and the third so are you planning on evolving that as time goes on to introduce something new, to introduce something fresh, or are you kind of going to keep that on the back burner for the time being? Yeah, definitely. And that was the thing. I also noticed that too. And I was like, I'm tired of playing the same games. But um, for me, that's why I was trying to like push for as soon as I get the PS5, we're going to be playing new games because 
for me right now we're in that limbo stage where you still got the ps4 and i have like this weird thing where, like i always have to have the best quality when it comes to like the, the video so i was like i wanted to have maxed out specs when i'm playing this game or this that and the other but going back to that definitely playing new games um very soon i already finished sly and ratchet but i'm uploading it now currently to youtube for this month but after this for me lining up with that ps5 or actually trying to get one is when i'm like yo this is the time for new games it's finally time to jump into newer things the thing that kind of pushed me away from newer games though was over the years when i did do them i always got copyright strike for something it was either music in the game or even with the naruto ultra ninja storm i think bandai namco still took um, a copyright thing all over each one of them so I could never monetize them. It was like, yo, they took a lot of my time away and that's what kind of pushed me out of that. Um, but the reason why I replayed most of these games, especially at the end of 2020, was to kind of see who's still here from those years and we're like starting to build up like a mini army and then I'm going to push forward into the newer games with this squad of people that I got. And it's consistent. This viewer base that I have is extremely consistent with what I do whenever I stream now and I love them, so... It's like a mini family that we've built. And that's good because I feel like building a community is a lot better than just building an influx of people that are only there for one thing and they don't give a fuck about you, right? Like I, I can say that because I have people that genuinely watch me for me and I fucking love them for that. I appreciate the shit out of them for that. And then you have people that are just there for Dragon Ball fan mangas or Dragon Ball reviews and that's cool. I appreciate that and I thank you so much for that, but... I would much rather someone be there for me as a creator. That way, whatever it is that I do, I know you'll have my back for. So I'm kind of glad that, you know, you have that kind of mindset now because you can just focus more on rebuilding and you can focus more on creating what you like and what you feel as though your audience is going to appreciate. And, you know, I have your back no matter what. Like, you're my boy. And if you need something, I got you. But also, like I said, you need to evolve. You're doing the same fucking thing you know, time and time again, and I get that you love what you do, but at what point are you going to sit there and say, yo, I need to adapt, I need to evolve, I need to do something different, right, because now, like I said before, everyone's doing the same shit, everyone's reviewing the same shit, everyone's playing the same shit, everyone's talking about the same shit, granted, everyone's opinion is different, which is okay, right, if, if we have a different opinion on the same topic, then so be it, but Nowadays, it's like you got some people just doing the same thing, copying and doing this and that. And it's like, dude, holy crap, right? So I'm not saying reinvent the wheel, but what I'm saying is for you, do something that's a little different that you're going to build off of. And granted, if someone's playing a specific game, like with me, for example, like uh, people play Budokai Tenkaichi 3, people play Xenoverse 2, but what makes me different is I'm playing mods. I love mods, even though. It doesn't really change the game to that extent. It's still fun as shit for me, and my audience loves it. So if I can give them what they love, and if I can enjoy what I enjoy while still trying to recreate something that I feel like would work, then, you know, fuck it. Why the hell not, right? So um, with you, when it comes down to that, what is the game plan going into 2021 and moving into 2022 and beyond, right? Because you have to have a game plan. I'm not sure if you want to cover or do specific games that are out right now? Because you mentioned, you know, the copyright strikes from Bandai and whatnot, and that could really suck, but you can always fight those. So are you going to go back and play Storm? Are you going to go back and play Fighters? Are you going to go back and play Xenoverse 2? Try something different? I know you're not a big guy, you know, when it comes down to horror, because that, that's my field, but are you going to play Resident Evil Village? Are you going to go back and play Call of Duty? You need a game plan, and I think that everyone needs a game plan. You can't go into something as a creator and say, oh, I'm going to figure it out as we go. 
you're you're bound to fail because you need a blueprint and outline on what you want to do, where you want to be, and just constantly evolving. Like for me, I have a gaming series on my channel that I just started. It's called the Gaming Roulette series, right? And a lot of people remember me from Far Cry, Slender, you know, all sorts of crazy stuff that I used to play back in the day, Saints Row, Grand Theft Auto, and I merged that all into one. And I'll get into that later on, but what's the game plan for you and how do you plan on being consistent and evolving as the year progresses? Game plan for me, definitely leading up, well, for, for now, was God of War. Um, with the new one, Ragnarok, being hinted at for this year, that was definitely one of the lists. It's mainly by default playing the new big heavy hitter games that are trending. Um, at the same time, the ones that I want to play, especially like God of War. Um, but that, Persona 5, all the games that my fans have been recommending, but I never actually got to play now I can, and I, I really see that, especially like with Spider-Man, Miles Morales. I want to play all of these new games and be the guy that really does most of the completionist stuff. I think a lot of people like seeing that, 100 percenters and stuff, and actually getting really good at the game. And I haven't done that in a minute, and I realize that, which is why just waiting on the PS5 right now to just start shooting all this stuff out. But that's the, the game plan for this year. What about because I don't remember if you've ever done this, and if you have, it's probably been a long time ago. What about like analytical breakdowns on, you know, a game, for example, it's roster, how to doing tutorials, you know, being a completionist in the sense where like you kind of show off the character analysis behind said protagonist antagonist, you have weapon breakdowns, stuff like that. I'm not sure again, if you've done that before, I want to say you have, but what about kind of dabbling into that area to kind of finish the game, explaining the game in its entirety, and then giving off a tutorial, showing off specific things, and then moving on to the next. No, that's always what I've been doing. I always do videos like that where I go and get the extra stuff or show people, hey, it's located here, here, and here to get that. That's I think that's what made me stand out because not a lot of people do that. And I, even, I did that for Xenoverse as well, um, but for doing like that, the thing that pushed me away from that as well is because those are usually shorter videos. And I remember at the time when you upload like shorter videos, it wasn't promoting that. And that's why I kind of strayed away from doing those type of things. But that's what I've been bringing back recently, especially like showing people I can do it again with repeating the same games. But now moving forward, um, I really want to prove that I can do it with the newer ones. Bro, you have no idea how many times I wanted to hit you up to do discussions and battles and play some games and stuff. But you were just like as far away distant as distant can be. And I didn't even know why. I thought it was me at first. I was like, yo, is it me? And all the while, the people around you told me that, yo, it's it's him. But we were one of the first ones back in 2012 to do like split screen Tenkaichi battles, to do Slender Hunts, you know, trying to survive Slender Man as a group. We did Mind Wars, which a lot of people remember us for. We did a lot of things, dude. And one thing that really stuck out to me was our dynamic because yo we would get on videos and we would i because me and you have like a similar humor right we have like that dark twisted you know stupid humor family guy south park you know esque kind of humor where it's just so derpy and i think that's what made us click a lot because every single time we would get on grand theft auto or get on something and just shenanigans would take place i remember we were playing mind wars one time and you locked me down at the very bottom you know you cobblestone me in i couldn't get my way out you would punch me into the lava we had so many crazy wacky memories that when looking back on it i'm like damn bro like i wish we could have more of that because i was always down for it like i'm i'm a, I'm a video making machine 
Um, and I think my channel speaks for that. I have over what, what is it like 6,000 plus videos from the course of like 2012. That's a lot of videos. I'm not sure. Like that's a lot of videos, bro. Like that's not for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I wanted to kind of go back. Do you remember all the times we would hop on GTA online or we would hop on, you know, Xenoverse two lobbies and stuff. And we would have like the craziest kind of, you know, fights or shenanigans go down. And going back on those videos to this day, there's some magic there. Even in the Minecraft videos, there was like, yo, these things, they meme themselves for years to come. And there's a reason why, you know what it is though. I think we have one of the most dynamic chemistries that two friends could, I think ever have. Yes. That's literally what it was. Yo, think about it. Like, we had the craziest moments I think, you know, anyone could ever have. Like, we we put in a lot of time into just being derps, bro. Like, that was that was our... We, we, we even had a series. It was called, like, the derp series or whatever. Like, it was just so dumb. But over time, bro, I'm not going to front, man. I just felt like I was losing my friend. I didn't know what was going on. Um, I felt really bad about it because, again... YouTube is a, is a, it's not really a, a young man's game. It's a, it's a grind game. And if you grind and you grind smart, you're going to get somewhere. And you've seen that with me because I've grinded myself into the ground to be where I'm at, right? Consistency, dedication, you know, seeing the bigger picture. Of course, I want to get the bag, bro. Like I want to be able to take care of my family and my future. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing should be wrong with people getting compensated for their hard work and time. But, with you, man, I just felt like I wanted to help you so much. And, and you've, you've even seen texts where I was like, yo, let me help you out, dog. Like, let me do this. Let me do that. And it was weird because we went from making, what is it, like two, three, four, five, six videos, seven videos, eight videos a day, saving them, storing them, seeing each other daily, just being like the daily grind bros, just keep on producing content, content, content. And then... I don't know what happened with you, man, but I'm glad that you're here. But during that time, it was like, bro, I didn't even know what was wrong with you. I didn't even know what was wrong with me either. And that was the thing. Also, I never realized that I did have like a mental illness. I did never realize that my entire life I was living with this anxiety that would not stop. And even now it's kind of hard to explain to people that didn't have it. But if I was to explain my day to day, I didn't realize it was possible to live like a regular like unanxiety filled day until last year. It wasn't until I actually went to a doctor and got Medicaid for it that I realized, okay, I can finally chill. Like my, my guard is finally down versus all of these years. I had like PTSD and all these things that was causing me to see life in a more defensive way and like kind of retreat from the world, which kind of pushed me into a really dark place. But that's why I'm thankful for 2020. I actually found like regular life through it so you brought up the ps5 which right now the ps5 is kind of stale because there's not much for it just like for the xbox it's it's a very weird time but have you ever stopped and considered doing something on the pc i feel like that could go a long way and i feel as though there are a lot of games on steam you used to be the guy that used to hit me up all the time every holiday yo steam's got this sale this bundle and you used to be like the sales guy bro like you were always just up with like and you were in tune with everything which was pretty cool because like if i didn't know of something you were like yo wait for the sale wait for this wait for that give me discount codes and i was like bro this is awesome so have you ever thought about dabbling into the pc world in either doing something with that or doing something with steam instead of just waiting for the ps5 i actually haven't been thinking about that for a minute i've actually been kind of disconnected from the pc um realm surprisingly i don't even know how that happened but 
Um, like, yeah, like I kind of fell out of touch with the newer games. Like Among Us, I didn't really play that one that much. Um, but like now that you mentioned it, I really want to start looking back into it because I started revolving my life around other things, especially last year with YouTube. Like there's like a handful of sections that I mainly focus on. I don't know if everyone's like that. And I think I kind of moved away from the PC gaming spot for a little bit because mainly um, my PC starting to get a little bit dated. That's why I haven't been focusing on that as much. Yeah. If I get a PS5, that's actually the strongest console in the house. So that's why I've kind of been moving away from that. I'm waiting for this graphics card issue to sort itself out right now. There's a shortage on everything especially the newer ones. So once things kind of normalize, I'm going to upgrade it for sure. I have to. Otherwise, it's going to it's gonna die. Now, trust me, I built my PC back in 2016 of December. So I think I'm due for an upgrade as well. But let me ask you, so speaking of dying, did you die from the gym? Is the gym still a thing? Like, what's good with that? Like, are you still working out? Oh, hell yeah. Every single day. Every single day. That's one of the main stakes of my day. That's also part of the reason why my girlfriend gets to a lot of fights with me, yo. Because she's like, why do you have to do this every single day? It's like, yo, something I have to do is work out every single day, multiple times a day if I have to sometimes. Um, that's basically what saved my life, honestly. And it's because of Dragon Ball originally, like going back as kids, just watching that and that being the thing that saves your life is actually amazing. What about like the workout videos you used to do? Because I remember you used to do like workout videos or Dragon Ball workout videos. And I know how much that inspired you. So has it ever occurred to you to kind of go back and do that? Because I remember we had a great time. Like when I would do it, I wouldn't even care. I was like, fuck it. Like whoever sees me, sees me. But like, have you ever, have you ever, you know, thought about dabbling back into that? I mean, other than the, when I was with you, it's like, it's always kind of weird. Requ- I, I never had the same thing with you where it's like, you, you're like a natural social butterfly, dude. You can go anywhere and kind of have n- like no worries about anything about, Hey, these people are watching you kind of funny. You're holding the camera and talking and stuff. That stuff used to eat me the fuck alive but now it's kind of different only when i was with you i had the courage to do that shit when i'm by myself i can't do it and it's your energy that i i feed it off of and when it's not there i can't it's i literally can't do it well you know me i got that i don't give a fuck attitude like whether or not someone sees me or not like i just don't give a fuck it's like yo this is a trait that only people are born with only people that are born with got that yo because think about it how often are you gonna see some of these people that you see at the gym or outside you know every single day of your life like for me i don't give a fuck man opportunity if there's an opportunity for me to do something i'm gonna do it whether you stare at me or not because i'm not gonna wait around to try to have someone validate me or to try to have someone prejudge me by saying what are you doing fuck you that's what i'm doing how about you mind your business right so i to me that was never something that you know kind of bothered me because i was always like i'm always super nonchalant i'm like all right whatever like if you want to look at me look you know just stare away i'm doing something that's going to be benefiting me or my people in the long run right so what i wanted to ask you is i really hate the fact that i have to you know dabble back into this because it's like bro like me i have five channels i have my main channel i have unreal network i have unreal royale I have Unreal Vlogs, and I have the Unreal Experience podcast, right? I wish I could put everything on one channel, but the stupid algorithm requires you to kind of, you know, have your channel or, you know, your program set up a certain way, so it sucks. But speaking of secondary and third channels, are you planning on doing anything to your second channel? I think it's Saiyan Royale or Saiyan Brotherhoods, something like that. Are you planning on adding stuff or doing stuff to kind of change those channels around? Or are these channels simply going to loom in the background and just stay there for the time being? It was looming in the background because like, I've been pulled away from so many things at the same time that my main focus was just to revive 
the main channel because like I'm doing multiple things with my day that is like it's pulling me in so many different directions that's like putting out two videos a day on the main channel is like right now my only focus and then moving into the newer content there I, I can't be pulled anymore with how like how far my time is being stretched right now that's why but like all of these ideas like they're sparking something right now but it's I haven't been able to use them. I think you should. I think while they're there, you should do something with them. But what I also noticed is you're posting videos, bro, like frequently, like back to back, like once or twice every so often, like maybe a few hours apart, maybe like two or three hours apart. That's not good. That's not good for the algorithm. I hate bringing up the algorithm because like the algorithm's so dumb, but you're not giving your first video a chance to kind of like shine or collect growth because you're too concerned with pumping out the next one that you're not giving the previous one a chance to kind of like build and develop. So why why is that? Like why are you pumping out so much all of a sudden to where it's back to back to back to back to back and you're not even giving the other videos a chance to breathe? Is, is there like a specific reason for that? Because normally it's like you can post I think separately, like six to seven to eight hours separate. That way the first video can breathe a little bit because there are some people that do that and it works, but doing it like, you know, posting a video like every two hours, every hour, that's not good. So have you, have you planned on changing that or what? I realized that in like early January, which is why like now I only post 10 a.m. and 4 p.m p.m. to like 6 p.m. Um, that's why I only post two now. But before I was like, I was just flooding them out because like I want to get this content out and kind of move on with something else. It's been kind of like a rush mode process. But I was like, if I don't rush these out, I'm going to be uploading this to like March. And I'm not really trying to do that. I want to move on with something new right now. So I, it was kind of a necessary thing. But yeah, like giving the, the video time to breathe. It's, it's a different thing now with YouTube because back in the day, you could put all these all this stuff on one channel and you would still blow up or all of these different topics and all of this in one. Now you have to spread it apart so much. It's just, it's really wonky. So what's the goal then? Because there has to be a goal, at least for the end of the year, right? There has to be something where you want to accomplish something. It's, I mean, damn, we're almost finished with the early portions of January, right? So uh, going into the end of 2021, where do you see yourself being? There has to be some goal, some kind of evolution to your channel if you plan on changing your banner, your header, your profile picture, maybe your name if you want to do that, updating your thumbnails, doing something with your content. What are your thoughts on where you see yourself by the end of the year? Like, have you come up with a goal? Do you have something realistic in mind to where you want to focus on specifically in getting ahead? What's your What's your take on where you want to be by the end of the year? Definitely. And for me, the realistic goal, well, like for me, and it's kind of reaching high, but I don't really care. Um, for me, I, I've fallen in love with streaming to the platform and like the community that I've built. I want to get like a thousand concurrent viewers per stream. That's my goal um, for my streams and then i'm still going to be posting to youtube because now there's ways to actually record the stream and upload it like as if it's a let's play and that's what i've been doing and practicing with these older games but moving into the newer games that's the plan doing them as a stream then upload it separately as clips to youtube in like half hour videos and like streamline the whole thing and have as much fun as possible but for me my ultimate goal for youtube or streaming or, or even being online in general is 1000 concurrent viewers if i can get that i think that's a dream come true for me what about you I know you're going for the big million this year. I'm hoping you get it, man. That would be it. Bro, you have no idea. I mean, definitely that is a goal of mine. I'm going to hit 1 million subscribers. I'm going to hit it. I'm not that far off from it. So I've worked my way into getting here, right, throughout all these years. And 
you know, I've seen other people get to a million a lot faster, and, and it really doesn't bother me because, you know, I am very humbled when it comes down to things like this. I don't want to just sit there and cry saying, oh, how come I don't have 15 million subscribers? You know, I mean, that would be great. It'd be, it, it would be very beneficial also because I can put all of that money back into my content because what I do is I invest in myself, right? I pour back into my content to make sure that I become a better YouTuber doing different projects, hiring. Bro, I hire so many people. People don't even know about this. I hire a lot of people. I got a lot of people that work for me and there are certain people that I have under my belt that I help that I'm paying their fucking rent, bro. I'm paying their fucking mortgage. You feel me? So, you know, that's that's the type of person I am. You do good for me, I will do good for you tenfold, right? So, you know, I think that realistically that would be a good goal for you. Um, I think that you can aim to get that high. But have you ever thought about going into the area of playing fighters, playing Dragon Ball games? I think, you know, for what it's worth... You can go back and dabble back into those and play those. Even though I know Fighters was kind of challenging for you, I feel as though you can kind of go back and still experiment by doing live streams on Fighters, Kakarot, Dokkan, Legends, Xenoverse, Tenkaichi 3, and I think for the most part, it could work out in your favor, but it's all a matter of if you want to get that done, because I know certain people would love to see you play those games, and... Like for me, for example, like I told you before, I love playing the mods. That's my thing. I'm not really a fan of streaming on YouTube like that. I feel as though their system still isn't super polished. I would like to do it, but I'm not sure how that would fit me. But have you thought about doing other specific formatted videos on your channel when it comes down to like live streams instead of live streaming Jack and Daxter, have you thought about streaming Fighters, for example? That was the thing. I was like, I, I played Fighters, got my ass handed to me, and I was like, I have to put more time into this. And with Xenoverse, it's it's in this area where it's like it's kind of old, but at the same time, I'm trying to move into something new. And I'm like, where's the Xenoverse three at? So that's why I've been in a very confused place with that, and I haven't made any movements because it's so old that. I, me trying to move into a new thing right now is going to kind of hinder me. And I realized the reason why I even became like really known for these older games in the first place is because back when I had played them, they were just brand spanking new. That's how most of these people met me. And I haven't done newer games. And when I did, they did do good, but I haven't done that in a minute. And I think that's why I'm just trying to move forward and not look back for now and just trying to see if it will replicate the same success it did before. Definitely right now I'm saving up a little bit so that I can get um, a new intro, new header, new all these things, rebrand, um, specifically for like more me as a person versus the video games. Like I feel like me being Super Saiyan Paul, I add something different to these video games that everyone's playing and even my persona and the way my commentary, which is why I'm kind of making it more focused on that. And that's why I think streaming for me, that's why I have a loyal base because they like seeing me play the games that add my my dark sense of humor to it and i i feel like that's why these people subscribe versus just the video game but me adding newer content and rebranding in that way i feel like by the end of 2021 i want to aim for 300k subscribers and maybe 10,000 views for per video on the, the most bright side scenario but that's just mainly what i i would foresee hopefully if everything goes the way i would expect oh i definitely think you can i think that if you have the right head on your shoulders, you can get it done. Um, and you mentioned before, like, specific things. Even though, like, Xenoverse 2 is old and other concepts and ideas are kind of, like, games, for example, are old, you can still have the best come from them if you change it up. Like, for me, I love doing the mods. The mods are always great that work for me, so I think I have a lot of fun doing that. But what about you as a person? Do you see yourself kind of 
still staying where you're at? Do you kind of see the situation looking a little different? What is it that you want to do or accomplish or kind of get done by the end of the year that you can see yourself saying, okay, well, this chapter is basically closed and I kind of want to move on to the next one. Like, like, what are your thoughts on that? By the end of the year, I, I, I honestly, I'm just seeing myself more in a stable place financially. That's all I'm really focusing on right now. Just trying to clean up any debt or anything I had and just trying to be able to say that I have a bunch of like, like a small savings or enough to get out of the state as fast as possible by the end of the year. Hopefully like be able to retreat to Florida if they don't clean up what's going on right now because the city's dead. Uh, working in the city now, you see it. It's, it's night and day different um, from what we've seen before. It, it almost feels like a different a different country you're in, how dead it feels. It's like you're in a cemetery, honestly. And even in the afternoon times, the only thing that was lively about the city is probably maybe the, the roads because there's so much traffic, but like the people to people on the ground type of stuff, it's, it's very, very gloomy. And I don't really see it um, being fixed until maybe the summer at the very least. Like something has to change now. But New York has... Honestly, in my opinion, is it's dead. It's dead right now. Um, trying to get out of here and getting some safety away from here would be good. And that's why I'm like, I'm everyone's talking about moving to the south. Like the south is where everything's at right now. Um, unless you want to have your head up your ass and say that New York is in a good spot, like De Blasio is. It's it's not. It's not. But that's why I've lost a lot of uh, connections with like friends, like from co- uh, like high school and college that don't agree with it. I'm like, yo, you've got to call them out on their bullshit. Like it, it, right now, it's it's bad. It's bad. It's not the same, bro. Like, it's not the same living in New York. Um, Even down south, there are certain places that are going blue that it's just, it's chaotic. I've seen, I think, uh, in Texas, Austin, Texas, people that live in Texas are like, yo, Austin is pretty bad. Like, it's pretty shit. And one of the reasons why people don't like New York or California is because, bro, the taxes, the taxes are ridiculous. The prices are ridiculous. Like, I'm a boy, Emish, who lives in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This dude, this dude can go out there with $100 and get an entire shopping cart worth of food. Whereas here in New York, I go to the supermarket for 100 bucks. I'll come out with a gallon of milk. And like some oranges, it's it's insane. It's it's nuts. Um, me, I want to leave too, but I've I've said this before with my wrestling career that I want to pursue. I have to definitively make sure that this is the end of my road. If I want to kind of say goodbye to wrestling, I want it to be on my terms. I don't want it to be because of a stupid shoulder injury or because of you know the virus. I want it to be done on my terms, on my ground. If that's it for wrestling for me, then that's it for wrestling for me. If it's not and I go back and I'm able to train and perfect myself and getting myself back on shows and potentially making it like my how my friends made it, then I would be very blessed and fortunate to be in that position, right? So it's really weird because I want to leave New York too. I just, first of all, I don't know where I'm going to go and I don't know if I'm finished with New York. Um, I love New York. I think some of the people here are just so fucking stingy. I don't know. It's weird. Like it's, it's a very, I, I've been to other places. I've been to Texas. I've been to Alabama. I've been to Florida. I've been to, you know, Ohio, different vibes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, in terms of that, right? Like, do you see yourself settling down in New York forever? Uh, or do you see yourself leaving because of the current situation going on here? Because it's not the most ideal thing. And it's weird because you have yuppies and people coming in from all over the place thinking, oh, yeah, New York's number one. Yeah, New York is great. But affordability wise, it's it's insane. It's it's insane for like a million dollars. You get yourself a box here, whereas, you know, elsewhere you can get yourself a nice, big luxury home. You feel me? So what is the goal with you 
and where you want to be, I guess, towards the going into the end of 2021 and going on beyond that into 2022 and 2023 and furthermore. Definitely the goal right now is, I, I, like, best case scenario, buy a house in either Orlando or my area, area of Florida. Um, but if I can, um, if I have to rent it like somewhere, I would. But that's also why I decided to sign up for another job here because I want to get the resume ready in case YouTube doesn't reach. I have to have a backup plan because that's what's kind of been stressing me lately. Me getting older now and me getting more responsibilities. I'm turning 27 this year, bro. Yo, I'm turning freaking 27. And it's like I have to catch all of these things and get a little bit more stable with things. Otherwise, life is going to life is moving forward. And if I'm not running on this treadmill, it's going to pull me. It's going to drag me down. So. Yo, what happened to the time? Somebody Thanos snapped the past 10 years out of my life. What happened? Yo, like, what happened, bro? 27. How do you, how do you feel? Old. Bro, I didn't think it was going to happen this fast. And especially after 25, there's like a urgency. I don't know, for me, at least, because you see everybody else having their families every time you log into social media. People are having kids. Some people are sending their kids to kindergarten. You're like, bro, what about me? Is the am I next on this line to have a kid or this and the other that huge financial burden and having to cre- like have a family with like a house and everything having that all secure within this short amount of time that's that could drive a man crazy, bro. Speaking of right, so I wanted to tackle this subject. So I know your girl is probably not going to watch this. So what's the deal with her? Like, are you talking about marriage? Or do you see yourself marrying this chick, having kids with this girl? You've been with her for quite some time, so. What has been the deal with her? Like, do you see yourself really settling down with her? Because I got to give you that, bro. Like, you have a girl and you've had one and you've, you know, it's been rough, but you were able to keep your composure. You know, you you were able to do your thing. So what's the deal with that and where you see yourself with her? I mean, yeah, like right now, this is, she's my best friend. Like, she's the person around all the time and she's everything I wanted. So, yeah, I would say, yeah, but um, as long as nothing changes, unless she doesn't, ch- she changes at all within these next couple of years, it definitely, um, and that's how I've been planning a lot of things. It's just like, I do picture myself with her. I do picture myself, but finding a house with her and having kids with this specific woman, hopefully that's what happens, best case scenario. But, um, just making that dream come true is what I've been working on. That's good, bro. At least you have yourself a, a good person by your side. Not many people can say that. A lot of people often have like stingy people by their side. So what about your brothers, right? Because whatever happened to them, it's like we used to do videos and and there was always five of us, right? So if it were not two of us, there would be three of us. If there would not be three of us, then there would be five of us, right? So there was a bunch of us in that circle that would always be grinding it out and doing stuff and, you know, just working on content. So what's what's been the deal with your brothers what's been going on with them yeah that's the thing it's because part of getting older like um me having a relationship took a lot of time out of the time i used to spend with them and not only that everyone's just been doing their own things it's either everyone has work now and that's pulling them away or they have their own like like handful of friends that they're usually playing with on video games and maybe at most i spend an hour a day with them um with sean i spend a little bit more because of the gym but other than that it's only like an hour it's it's, it's because of how pulled apart everybody is because of their day-to-day but everybody's doing good right now um and i think 2020 taught us the importance of family and how close you should keep everyone to each other and how we like should live off of each other's energy because of how positive it is in these times and that's something that really brought a light to my and really sparked something in me so that's what I've been focusing on. I think family and friends and the close friends is what is driving me. I mean, I would say that it kind of sucks that it took a virus to get people to realize that you feel me. But I think it kind of like 
shatters their comfort zone to say like, all right, well, you know, hey, time to understand and recognize what's more important in your life. You know, your friends, your family, your girl, your boy, whatever. Um, and I think before going back to normalcy, like I don't even, when do you think we're going to go back to normalcy? Like, like being able to chill, do whatever, go out, eat without the, you know, mask mandates, without the stupid social distancing, without everything having to be, you know, sanitized and we can go back to eating ass the way we should you know what i'm saying like how like when do you think normalcy will go back to being normal per se bro i don't really even see it happening this year maybe next year but i mean isn't it crazy to think that normalcy was just like a year ago like even last year new year's for you and me just going out to bars that's normalcy but it feels like it's so far away now and even going back to what you're saying, like you working your ass off, I feel like you've got to be hungry for this because honestly, every single time you look into YouTube, Alex is always uploading. We know this. This man's the hardest worker I've seen on any channel. And dude, when are you like, I feel like, wouldn't you be hungry right now? Just like, yo, I need to go out. I need to go out and like have like a one like balling party or something with all the fans or something. Don't you think you want to have like a meetup and like an Unreal Instant Game meetup and have one like, amazing amazing gathering just to have like that energy bro you have no idea how bad i want to do that but i don't want to put nobody's life at risk with this stupid virus going around i think the closest to any of that was kamehacon 2 i got to hang out with fans i got to hang out with creators i got to hang out with vas it was a really really good time so i'm not going to take this for granted because i really want to go out there and i really want to experience more that life has to offer because yo i'm getting older you're getting older people that are listening to this are getting older like we're all getting older dog um of course we all want to chase the bag we all want to chase the dream and some of us are going to make it some of us aren't um and really like throughout all of this i i'm always going to remain hungry because i'm always going to think back of where where i was in my life when i was coming up and when i was in the welfare system when i was you know in, in the goodwill program when i was at the back to work program i was you you know your mom knows like i was in the slums bro like i would and plus i live right in between queens and brooklyn and growing up near bushwick was insane because yo we got we had people you know crackheads and gangbangers and it was it's crazy it was crazy 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 time um and i'm always going to be hungry because i see the success that other people have. So that means that it's obtainable, right? It's not exclusive to someone to say, oh, well, this person got here, so that means I can't. No, bullshit. If someone can get to where they're at, that means you can too. All it's gonna take is consistency and for you to grind your teeth in to say, you know what, I'm gonna strap on in and I'm gonna work towards that. So that's why for me, it's been taking so much of a toll because I've been burnt out for a long ass time and I've just been grinding and grinding and grinding all for a greater purpose. You feel me? Like not just for me, but for my family. Um, the money that I make, I put back into my channel or I help out my family. I help out my mom. I pay my workers. I take care of all the stupid ass bills that I have to take care of. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a part of life. Um, people think, oh man, you must be driving a Maserati. You must be living in a mansion. I wish, I wish, but not now, not now. I think greatness takes time, and I think to get there, it takes a lot of effort. You feel me? Definitely, and I'm surprised. Like, I'm still proud of you for being able to hold through that burnout because it's happened to me too where I've gotten burnout and just thinking about how the algorithm works. You have a direction of where you want to take your channel, but you have no idea what, what direction YouTube wants to do, and they don't even know they're at times too. That's why they got sued for that um, the child act where they were pulling data for kids. And um, 
because of them not having a clear direction, it kind of drives you kind of mad at the same time. That's why I needed those breaks at the same time I didn't upload. I was like, yo, it's adding to the mental toll that I already have on me. But I remember there was times where I was stressing for you. You've come close to or even lost your channel at one point. But even when you were about to quit at one point, you're like, yo, uh, I got this. I got that. And it's like, yo, come on, man. We got to just buckle down and get through this. And it drives people crazy. But not everyone can last it. It's not for everybody. I don't think becoming a YouTuber at, in the long term is for everybody. Anyone can pick up and be a, a YouTuber short term, but getting through that long grind, it's it's not for everybody. But I'm proud of you for being able to do that, man. No, thank you, bro. Like It really means a lot to me because, like I told you, I've always you know, try to do my best to get you motivated and to keep you going because I know the potential that you have, right? So I, I never want to see you get left behind, but I'm glad that you were able to open up here and uh, kind of let people know what was going on. Um, and I'm really glad more than anything else that you're a lot better than how you were because I know that you were in a very um, sticky situation, right? And you were in a, in a very dark place and you were able to pull yourself out of that. So Nonetheless, I really cannot wait to see what uh, this year has in store for us. I definitely want to do more with you because our dynamic, think about this, man. Our dynamic for content is unlike anything else, man. We make history. <laughs> it's, it's you and me. We make history. But that was also the thing. Yeah, every single time we made it's historical videos that we're making. And I think this journey that I've been on these past couple of years, like these up and down episodes and even going into the corporate world, I think part of what sparked you at those times came from First Central Savings Bank, too. And me seeing this and like how you have to behave in the corporate workplace in the same exact corporate workplace and seeing some of these things click in my head. I think you went through this before, too, and it's now registering with me but it's like if you have to go to a, a an, like a job where you have a bunch of coworkers that aren't necessarily your closest friends or you can't completely be you around them it sucks but being here on youtube and being free with your friends even if these are technically your family and real coworkers, that would you not want to do this every single day of your life versus you going to the machine and working as a slave at a nine to five that can replace you any single day it's a lot of things that have been clicking mentally because of this journey and i think i'm pretty happy about it but I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure this had to click with you because the same exact thing with like when you got super, super hungry after first central, I, I think I, I had seen that moment and I'm like mapping it out. But how was that for you? Like, did, did it click after that job or what part of the corporate life did you really say, yo, that's it. Never again. Never. It was you. Honestly, you were one of those factors because, you know, I saw your grind and I really admired that back in the day, but also the aspect of life, right? Like I think for me, of course, I don't want to sit at a corporate job because I've had corporate jobs before. I, I worked, I did construction. I was a security guard. I worked in the food truck. You know, I, I was working in a bank. You know, I, I did a lot. I was working at GameStop. So I don't want to follow or abide by the corporate rules because I've seen how people get used. I've seen how people treat you. I've seen how you know, hard work is very underappreciated and people just get treated like shit. I don't want to get fucking treated like shit, especially when I'm putting in the work and my colleagues are lazy. It's like, man, fuck y'all. How about that? Like, I'm not going to sit around and just get bossed around. I want to become my own entrepreneur. I want to be able to establish myself. Why? Because life can give us that opportunity to become great. And I don't want to sit around and rot away knowing that I could have you know, have done my best or have done more to become the best version of me that I can. And that's what keeps me going. And seeing other content creators like PewDiePie, he's a huge inspiration. Um, Mr. Beast, he's another huge inspiration. You got Markiplier, you got so many people that 
I have watched and watched that I look up to and I'm like, you know what? Those are those are beacons of inspiration because if they could do it and they had nothing, I mean, I could do it too. Anybody can. It's just a matter of consistency, hard work, good content, and being able to eat shit when you have to eat it and then coming out on the other side strong and level-headed and knowing what the experience was like. But my question to you right now is what do you think is needed to kind of bring back all of those people that you lost? Because you lost a lot of people that were there for specific things and whether or not that was on you, it really varies. But what do you think is the next step to bring those people back or at least tap into a new market to kind of get access to newer people that are very unfamiliar with you know your stuff and then keeping them around the long run? I think it's both. It's literally um, – it's been the consistency, which I think I've really cleaned up. Um, but it was those those long unexplained breaks, and I, I was so anti-social at the time. I never really explained why I would disappear, and I was like, I kind of buried a lot of things too. I was like, Yo, I don't even know why I don't want to do videos right now. I have too many things going on, and it was just like I just disconnected. I unplugged just abruptly. But now I, I've just been more like commutative with everything, and really just it was a lot of things that I didn't take for like granted or like i didn't know how to do properly i never was that much of a social guy so this was like a lot of things i'm doing for the first time interacting with people it's like you got a man out of a cave trying to learn this shit but that's definitely a thing playing newer games as well and trying to bring back the fun in these videos i think one of the things that i realized especially after going out to the real corporate world and doing this job that i studied all these years for just to realize home was where youtube was home is where hogwarts was harry but it's like having fun on here and having those genuine laughs people feed off of that energy and having those moments of being able to say yo i helped someone through some dark times that's all a man could really live for honestly and i know you've gotten that a lot and i know you've met up with some of these fans and i think you've seen that firsthand and that's probably what helped you get through some of the burnout too but i think that's probably the most honorable honorable way of living and probably the happiest that's why it's still such a goal and that's why i haven't left here yet well i'm glad and i hope that you don't leave because you have a lot of potential man and and you're only shooting yourself in the foot when you want to decide oh i don't want to do it anymore or i feel some type of way like i get it but if this is something that you want and you, and if you don't want to work in the corporate world because you feel like there's a lot of snakes and that there's a lot of assholes, then you don't have to put up with nobody's shit. But you're going to have to work, man. You're going to have to work for your bread. Um, a lot of people have to work for their bread. Um, it doesn't matter what it is that you do. You're going to have to fucking grind. You're going to have to put yourself in that in that, in that that machine and you're going to have to grind it out to some capacity. So I know you can do it because I've seen you do it before. I just hope that as you kind of go through the system more when you get older, you kind of like have more motivation to say, you know what, it's go time. Like, yeah, I was able to do this and do that. But, you know, on the other side, you know, there's something that I really want and that the only way for me to get there is to, you know, put up with the effort or the the line of effort to say like all right well i'm willing to grind it out to get there and that's what i'm willing to do to obtain that level of success you know so i want to thank you so much for being here any any last words before we uh close this podcast off no man i'm just hoping that this podcast becomes like the next joe rogan podcast that's all i'm wishing for you bro nah there's no way bro there's just nah nah. you've done it before you worked miracles man i'm hoping i'm hoping nah i appreciate that man i mean in time who knows but either way i want to thank you all so much for watching i want to thank you all so much for listening if you guys are listening on spotify or apple or wherever it is you guys are at thank you so much for your time if you guys are listening
listening or watching this on YouTube. Thank you all so much for watching. Hit that subscribe button if you guys are new. Slap this video up with a big fat thumbs up. It helps us out in the algorithm and it really does support the channel a lot. I want to thank you so much for being here, Paul. You're my best friend and I want to say I'm really proud of our friendship and I hope that you don't quit and I believe in you and I think a lot of other people do. It's all about just getting the work done. So thank you all so much once again. Tune back in for more and we'll be seeing each and every single one of you guys in the next episode. Take it easy, everybody. Peace.